Well, hey, I'm Todd, and I want to welcome you to another reading of the Bible. Uh, we left off Acts chapter 9. Remember, Saul is going through this miraculous conversion to become Paul. And as he's going through this, we encounter a just ordinary believer, a guy like you and me. His name's Ananias, and he's having this struggle with Jesus about whether he's going to go and help Saul or whether he's going to take care of his own needs. And I just reread verse uh, 16, and it really stuck out to me. So I'm going to reread 15 and 16 again. It says, But the Lord said, Go, for Saul is my chosen instrument to take my message to the Gentiles and to kings as well as the people of Israel. And when I read that, man, I was excited. I want to be Saul. I want to go talk to kings. I want to call up the president and be like, Hey, man, let me tell you about Jesus. Let me tell you what Jesus can do in your life. I want to call up my senators, and I, I want to call the leaders of my community, and I want to be on fire for Jesus, and I want everybody to know who I am. I'm that guy that was helping all the people. I want to be the most famous person who's sharing Jesus, right? Don't we all want that? But then it says verse 16, and I skimmed over this yesterday. It says, and I will show him how much he must suffer for my name's sake. I don't really want that part. I'm not really signing up for that. Yeah, I mean, I'll take the fame and glory, but I really don't want the suffering that comes along with it. Jesus never promises that if we're Christians, that our lives will be easy and they'll be without suffering. In fact, he promises the exact opposite. He tells all of us that we're to pick up our cross and carry it daily, that we should uh, flee from the things of this world and that we should run towards God. But that's not going to be easy. It's going to be hard. And Ananias is having this struggle. Do I want to be the guy who's known as the one who helped Saul come to know Jesus and maybe die? Or do I want to play it safe and stay here at the house, not really get in any trouble and hope Saul doesn't find me? Well, here's what happens in verse 17. It says, So Ananias went and found Saul. He laid his hands on him and said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road has sent me so that you might regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. I think it's awesome. Ananias comes in. It says he laid his hands on him. That doesn't mean like beat him up. It means he put his hands on him and prayed for him. And I love the greeting. He says, Brother. He calls him Brother Saul. He could have come in and said, hey, you Christian killer who I hate, I have to be here because Jesus told me to. No, he came in and he called him brother. He accepted him into the fellowship of believers. He accepted him as, a, as an equal, if you will. And then he prayed for him and Saul was filled with the Holy Spirit. Verse 18, instantly something like scales fell from Saul's eyes and he regained his sight. Then he got up and was baptized. Afterward, he ate some food and regained his strength. And it was go time for Saul. We're going to read tomorrow about how Saul just starts to begin transforming the lives of all the people around him. But if it hadn't been for Ananias' courage to look, stare down the face of suffering and say, man, I might die today, but you know what? I'm going to go down swinging. I'm going to go help this guy, and I'm going to go share the gospel with him. And as a result, we don't know anything else about Ananias, but we do know that Ananias got to be there and to stare into the face of Paul, of Saul, and probably say to him, Saul, do you believe that Jesus is the Son of God? And for Saul to look back and say, yes. And he say, I'm going to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and to literally put Saul to death under the water. 
That's what it means. Symbolically put him to death underwater and symbolically raise him to new life. He, to be baptized, put this outward symbol on him of the inward renewal that we're seeing in Saul's life. Ananias got to experience that. And I've said this many times, but maybe there's somebody in your life who's Saul, and you need to go to them and talk to them about their faith. Challenge them to another level. Challenge them to something greater than themselves. And you might possibly get to be a part of a massive transformation in their heart. You might even, as a disciple of Jesus, as a follower of Jesus, have the opportunity to baptize somebody in their faith. And there could be nothing more exciting than that. Sure, you might get shunned. Sure, you might be afraid. Sure, it might result in some suffering. But the risk is worth the reward. Let's pray. God, you are a loving, patient God. And we thank you so much that you give us opportunities to come into your mission, to walk alongside you, and to do your will. God, I pray that you would reveal to us the hearts of people around us who need you more than we even know. And God, that you would use us in a mighty way, possibly even to baptize and break them, bring them into your community. God, we love you, and we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.